of the Climbing the Pocket podcast. I am your host, Jason Brown. You can find me on Twitter at BrownJason. And I'd like to say we were here with the whole crew, but we're here with the whole crew that shows up the stuff on time. So if you've been listening from the beginning, you know who is here and who isn't. So we'll just get this thing going right now. QB1, JR, my man, how you doing? How you been? I'm good, man. Can't complain at all. You know, this is my slow season right now, but once August hits, everything's about to pick back up, as like it is for everybody. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, clamps, wide receiver one, CB one, DB one. <laughs> Miles, my man, how you doing? How's it going? Jared said slow season while he's got twins. Man. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. So, <laughs> gentlemen, it's been a little while since we got on and we recorded. And uh, obviously, a lot has changed for the two of you since we really were in the swing of doing these things on a regular basis. So, JR, I'm going to go back to you because, like Miles said, I mean, your plate's pretty full these days. How's it going for you? How is, you know, settling into uh, to, to dad life, being fully outnumbered at the house, all of those things? How are the ladies? How is the wife? How is fatherhood treating you? You know, it's been it's been challenging, especially with the things I had going on before they even got here. But it's really taught me time management, you know, having a new job, uh, being outnumbered at the house, and then, you know, having two babies on top of all of that. So it's been a bit of an adjustment, but things are getting easier. Uh, there'll be two months next week. So Time is flying by already, but fatherhood is great. <clears throat> Excuse me, but it's been a journey. A lot of sleepless nights, but I didn't sleep as it was already. But, of course, you can never prepare yourself for being a parent. But it's just really cool seeing them starting to develop personalities and how one is like the ringleader and one is kind of like more hesitant. So it's really cool. Yeah, man. And and, and how is that? Because, you know, I've, I've you know, fatherhood is, is definitely a journey. I remember when my first was born – and they gave it to me in the hospital. I just sat in the chair in the dark until uh, the next morning when they had shift change. But for you, I mean, you got two of them. Like, how how does how does that work? Like, are are they on a schedule where they sleep at the same time? Does one wake up? Does are are, are they like Miles, where Miles was saying that he was waking up his twin so that nobody was sleeping? Like, what's that been like for you having to juggle two of them just right out the bat, right out the gate like that? So my wife is the sleeper. And then I'm the one that always stays up. So, and that's exactly how the twins are. So one sleeps 20 hours a day and the other is up 20 hours a day. So it's, it's really challenging, but eventually they both get on the same schedule, but you really don't know when they're going to sleep and they still have their days and nights mixed up a bit. So just trying to get them adjusted to that, like they're wide open right now. They're wide awake. Now it's 1035 
of p.m. East Coast time, and they're wide awake. You can't hear them, but they're upstairs. So it's just a challenge getting them on the right schedule. Boy, oh boy! I guess maybe uh, you have to talk to Miles uh, either on the pot or off the pot at some point. Get some of that, some 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 guidance on uh, on on dealing with twins. But but Miles, you know, not to to leave you out of this parenting discussion because you also joined the club here not too long ago. How are you? Uh, how you settling into fatherhood? How's it going with Zay? Yeah, it's going. I mean, it's going good. It's going kind of what you expected. I uh, he just turned. He's a month old. The yesterday. So it's it's been crazy. I mean, I, this is my first week back at work. So I was off for the the first four weeks of uh, of his life. So that was great to, to be able to do it with my wife, kind of get a routine down. Uh, that routine's now changed because I'm back at work. Uh, it's tough. I mean, we got the dog. So got got to make sure, you know, we take care of the dog a little bit. Uh, got the baby. So <laughs> it's kind of nonstop for me right now. But, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I, I'm enjoying it. He's great. Uh, he's funny. He's got this funny personality. Uh, he's got this grip strength that's like, crazy, and he kicks too. It's he can stand. I mean, it's just cra- like like Jared said. It's just it's like a it's a crazy thing to watch. Just kind of watch his personality, watch him grow, and uh, just see the things that makes him tick, the things he likes. Yeah, it's crazy. Man, crazy is a good word to describe it. And I guess last question for both of you. It's still surreal to me. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of that might just be sleep deprivation, though, Miles. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You still waking up at 4 o'clock to go jogging? Or or was those 4 o'clock jogs just because you didn't go to sleep? (laughs) No. So I've been doing this thing. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Since, you know, I don't want to come home and be like, oh, babe, I'm going to go to the gym. Um, Or like. Because you know she's been with the baby all day. That's exa- That's that's a harder job than what I'm more going to work and doing. So, um, so I've been trying to wake up in the morning and take the dog for walks right away. So I instead of just like walks, I decided to go for runs. So I, I've been doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday runs, and then like Tuesday, Thursdays is more just like taking for for long walks. So, I mean, it's worked so far this week. But I mean, I can't lie. I'm I'm pretty tired. Four AM runs, goodness, yeah. couldn't be me. But you know, more power to you, Mouse. <laughs> more power to you. I got it. I can't. I can't get that dad bod. <laughs> it scares me. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, building the habits now is is, is the way to go about doing it. Because you know, when, when, once it gets you, man, you stuck. Yep. You, you all the way stuck. Last question about parenting before we get into talking about some other stuff, man. How? If at all, has you know these these new additions to your life uh, adjusted the way you think about football, fandom, fantasy? I guess all that other stuff that goes and is wrapped up and around the game of football that we love, and obviously come and talk about on a on a very regular basis. Like Jr. For you, obviously, it's a little different even for us because you know you don't just have the pod; you you're writing articles, you have the other pod that you're on. Um, yeah, like how has uh, you know you having the girls now kind of shifted things in terms of priorities and and the way you think about you know just the game in general and uh, and and you as a fan. Yeah, I mean it's been a bit of an adjustment. Like I said, it teaches you time management. Like most of my articles probably get done at like three or four in the morning, just because that's when they go to sleep. But uh, I mean, I don't really have like a set schedule. Everything really revolves around them, just because of course they come first. They're my first priority. Um, but as far as like fandom or anything, it had it hasn't really changed that in a sense. 
I mean, they haven't really got that far along to make me think, you know, that far in depth about as far as, you know, like certain things in that area. But as far as them being a priority, they definitely come first, of course. And my schedule is just crazy right now, man. Like 20 plus hour days <laughs> dealing with them. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, man, we have to get Jared to do a parenting book or something. <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah parenting never sleeps something by 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 jr and how about you miles like as you start to you know have you had any moments on those uh, those 4 a.m runs where you're starting to think about you know where football and your fandom kind of comes in the priority now that you have i guess no you have your, your your kid you got teddy everything else you always seem to have going on like how how have things adjusted for you now with these uh these new changes for you well i mean like like jr said it's kind of still early so i mean I've been able to read a lot more, fan, fan, do more fantasy football stuff. I got to follow all the NBA madness. I got to watch the world, like the entire World Cup. So, like, I've, I've been able to, to do a lot of that stuff that I still, you know, would normally try to, you know, like to do. Um, I don't think that'll change for a while uh, just because he is young. I'm, I'm excited to, to get him into watching sports with me the older he gets. Uh, that's the stuff that's exciting for me. Uh, but priority wise, it'll it'll probably take a back seat at some point. I mean, obviously, you know, if he's having an issue, having problems, I mean, I'm not gonna <laughs> ignore him for a for a Vikings game. Like that's what it is. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really excited to kind of see how it plays out, though. Uh, but I know that you know, as he gets older, I'm gonna be excited to watch games with him, teach him, you know, teach him about football, basketball, you know, all the sports, baseball, hockey, whatever. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I haven't really thought about it too much, just because I know, I know right now he he can't. It's not like he's watching TV. It's not like he's he's not mobile yet. So there's not really too much he's like affecting in terms of that stuff yet. Yeah, man. I, I like that you're like you know basketball, golf, hockey. It, you you don't really care what it is. You just know he's gonna be golf. an athlete, huh? I he's gonna play it golf. all, huh? I didn't say golf. I mean, I'm just I, in my mind. I just the way we talk about it. You talk about him here. You oh, feel yeah. basically every sport that exists. I feel like you're at some point going to try Zay out with it to see Soccer, how. Yeah, I don't care what sport it is. I just want him to be competitive. <laughs> like we, we'll get into chess, bro. I don't even care. <laughs> we're we're gonna be good at it though. It don't matter what it is. We're gonna be good at it. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's hop into it. Let's talk about some stuff and. Uh, David, I'm sorry, but I know this is generally an NFL podcast, but it's the offseason. Training camp's coming in a little bit. We'll have a plenty of stuff to talk about then. But this NBA offseason has been a bit crazy, so we're going to start talking about that. And right before we went on here, uh, Chris Paul traded to OKC for Russell Westbrook. JR, obviously, I'm going to go to you first on this one. What is going on? Yeah, I feel bad for my man. He, I mean, he's stuck in a bad situation. Uh, I know he's probably, re- I don't want to say regret and sign that contract last year, but he's really stuck with it right now. I mean, you're owed $124 million through 2022. And considering that he's been on the decline for a couple of years now, there's just not going to be a lot of teams that are willing to pay that. And I think they're going to end up moving him just because they're not going to pay the buyout for that just because it's going to be too much. Uh, so maybe like the Miami Heat or somebody like that, maybe they'll end up trading uh, some late-round picks for him and maybe OKC will throw some in there uh, just for them to take the contract off their hands as well just because they're clearly tanking. 
And he's not going to sit there and ride away the rest of his career. I mean, he's 34 years old. He's an older point guard. That's very expensive. And he's he's going to be looking for a ring right now. And OKC is definitely not going to be in shape for that anytime soon just because they're collecting first-round selections. I believe they have like nine over the next four or five years. So they're clearly in rebuild mode, and he's not going to want to stay there. But it'll be interesting to see where he does land. And, Miles, what are your thoughts on just the look like Russ – Harden, generally we're going to think of them both as very ball-dominant players. How's that going to work out in your mind when you think about those two playing together? I mean, I don't look at it any different than I would any other, like, tandem. Like, they're going to share the ball equally. Uh, so, And they played – both guys have played with other other stars. So they're, they're used to sharing the ball even though they're not going to be the – like, even though they, they are, they've always been, like, a primary ball handler or, you know, and – and commanding the ball, but I mean, I don't, I don't see it as an issue because I mean, you got, you have to pass the ball, not, you know, Harden as much as he's taking as many shots as he is, he can't take every single shot for your team. So, I mean, it makes sense to bring in someone like Westbrook who's going to be like Chris Paul took on uh, quite a bit of the work uh, for Harden and and vice versa. So, I mean, I, I see no reason why Westbrook can't, uh, can't do that with Harden. They can play off each other. The only issue, though, is is Westbrook's not really a shooter, so that, that's a that's a tough part. Like at least Paul could hit could hit some um, spot up shots. Not that Westbrook can't shoot, but that's just not his strength. He's a he's a, a penetrator. He's the kind of guy that uses his athleticism to get to the rim uh, and and dribble and drive and break guys down more than uh, than Paul really did. So I'm a little. Uh, I think that's a little bit more. I worry is. What happens when when Harden's uh, you know running running point, and they got Westbrook sitting there trying to spot up shoot? That's just not his style. So uh, I'll be curious to see how that coexists. I know they played together obviously a long time ago, but that was that was way different circumstances. Like James Harden was the sixth man, so he was coming in and, and creating that spark more than he was uh, you know being the uh, the primary star. So. I'll be a little bit curious to see how it works. Obviously, they've probably been, in, you know, connected and and talked to each other about how this could work. So um, I, I I'm really curious to see how it, how it'll be. I don't know how. I mean, they'll be good. They're a playoff team. I mean, they got Harden. They still got Capella, uh, PJ Tucker, some of those guys, and obviously you had Westbrook. So they're going to be a a competing team in the West. I'm just not sure how far they'll go. I mean, we've we haven't really seen what Harden's first time getting the Western conference finals this last year, uh, or no two years last year, whatever it was. So like, there's, there's not too much that's, that's really happened. So I'm really not sure how much of a needle this will move. All right. So taking it away from the most recent news, JR in your mind, uh, which team had the best off season in the NBA? Oh, you got to go with the Clippers. I think without question, they had the best off season of anybody. You get Kawhi Leonard who will, who a lot of people consider is the best player in the NBA right now. And you get Paul George as well, who is, I think is a top 15 player in the NBA as well. And then you're getting that to rival the team. You actually share a stadium or an arena with in the LA Lakers, who a lot of people are considering the favorites out West now. So it just goes to show you the brilliance of Jerry West. And I put out a tweet right when Kawhi Leonard did sign with the Clippers. And he probably is one of the best sports executives of all time. I mean, he traded for Kobe Bryant when he was with the Lakers. He he signed Shaquille O'Neal to the Lakers. He drafted Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. 
And now he has a helping hand in getting Kevin Durant to the Golden State Warriors. And then now he gets Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to the Clippers. So everything he's had his hand in has turned into gold. And this is just another thing that could turn into gold. And I know some people may say the Brooklyn Nets have had the best offseason. But with Kevin Durant's Achilles situation, I just can't put them there just because we don't know what he's going to be post-injury. You rolling the same way, Miles? You you rolling with the Clippers as well? Or you got uh, a different team that you're thinking? I mean, that one's obvious, so I'm going to go a different route. I'm going to go Utah, the Utah Jazz. Uh, I just I like some of the moves they made. I mean, obviously, the, you know, making the trade for Mike Conley Jr. Uh, oh, my God, where'd he go? Uh, uh, the big man they got. Um, damn. I just missed it. I just had his name up. Um, but I know he's – I don't know a lot about him. Uh, Bogdanovich, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, apparently he's supposed to be – they gave him like $80 million. Uh, they obviously have Rudy Gobert. They're going to be a really good defensive team. Uh, they already have Donovan Mitchell. I really like what they did, um, some of the moves they made. Uh, I think Mike Conley is really going to help develop some of those young players like a Donovan Mitchell. Um, and then I like uh, – obviously like what the uh, <clears throat> the I, I, the Sixers I'm, – I'm, I'm just curious about them more than anything. They don't really have a true point guard like they have Ben Simmons. But uh, other than that, I'm not. they don't really have any shooting either. I like some of the moves they made, the way they the way they maneuvered things by by getting Al Horford, uh, getting a sign and trade for uh, Josh Richardson. I thought that was a pretty good move, uh, but I'm I'm just really curious and get then obviously getting uh, uh, Tobias Harris back. So I'm I'm really curious to see how they how they'll gel together and how that that new team will work. But uh, I like the I like what the Utah Jazz did. Obviously the Clippers are uh, they came out ahead of, above everybody, but. Uh, yeah, I like I like what the Utah Jazz did. Okay. All right. And I feel like we filibustered for as long as we possibly can, trying to wait to see if Yinka would actually make it to this podcast in a reasonable amount of late time for him even. But I feel like we've gone over that time here. So we're going to jump into it here and talk a little bit now. Obviously, the big thing for us this week, we've made the move over to Daily Norseman. JR, uh, you know, climbing the pocket. This was a a brand, a name that that you kind of bestowed upon us when we started this podcast thing a couple of years ago. What are your thoughts based on where we are right now? On uh, yeah, where the pot has gone over the last year and uh, I guess two years now, two seasons, and uh, you know, the move to uh to the bigger platform here at uh, at the Daily Norseman. It's pretty cool seeing it all come to fruition, and I've been a huge fan of the Daily Norseman ever since before I even you know, got really involved in the Twitter sphere and really Vikings Twitter in a sense. Daily Norseman has been around for a very long time now. So it's just really cool to see how much the, the website has grown, the podcast has grown, the audience has grown as well. So uh, really excited about that. It's something I always dreamed about when we, you know, when we first all came together and decided exactly what we wanted to do and make this into <clears throat> a podcast. So it's really cool seeing it all come together. Yeah, man, and, uh, and and Miles, how about you, man? What are your thoughts now uh, that we are? I guess yeah, the pot is, is moving on from our our our, our lowly days of uh, you know I I don't hate Sam Bradford on Blogger. <laughs> and- <laughs> I always forgot about that name. <laughs> the the good old days. Yeah, yeah the, the good old days of I don't hate Sam Bradford all the way uh, onto the Daily Norseman. What are your What are your thoughts, man? I mean, I love it. I mean, I I like. It. I, I've always thought they were uh, a great, a great website, great podcast, do great work. So 
Uh, the Daily Nourishment's really good, so I'm, I'm really excited to partner with them. Uh, I think we can help each other out really well. I think we have a uh, we do. I think you know both sides do really good work. So why not? Uh, I thought it was a, a perfect fit. Uh, I, I'm I'm just excited to to see everything grow and grow together. And I know we have so many people on our side and that are now you know come together that that do such great work. So I think you know we're just gonna make Vikings Twitter and Vikings podcasting even even bigger together. Yeah, super excited for it. And it's been a really fun week. This rollout's been a lot of fun. And it made sense that uh, we pretty much come to the end of the week with, uh, with, with I guess, the OG Climbing the Pocket show with uh, with almost all of us here, you know. So we'll have to roast Yinka for the foreseeable future for missing our first episode on the new platform. I, but that's kind of on brand like for Yinka. I bet he shows up in like two minutes. I mean, that's kind of on brand for him. So, you know, I mean, that is what it is. But, you know, he should be grateful since we did, you know, we did rescue him from podcasting from the cheap seats before he made it onto the podcast with us here. <laughs> and uh, I guess before we, we move on to anything else, I guess to take a second is to thank the listeners. Uh, there's been a committed group of you who've been with us since the very beginning, helping us grow the, the podcast, grow our platform, and really supporting us since uh, the very beginning. I'll say when we didn't know what we're doing. Not like we really, really know what we're doing or running a super professional polished outfit now. But in the beginning where we had no clue what we were doing and recording off our computer speakers and all of that stuff in the beginning, you stuck with us. You gave us feedback. And, uh, yeah, we're thankful to all of you and thankful for this opportunity to uh, to roll over to Daily Norseman Partner and uh, try to grow this podcast for all of you as we move forward. So with all that said, I guess we should talk at least a little bit of Vikings on this podcast today. Uh, Miles, I'm going to start with you here. Wide receiver three. Heading into training camp, who do you think it's going to be? I think it needs to be Chad Beebe. Ooh, okay. Tell I mean, me why. Yeah, he's limited in, in, in where, and where he can line up, but I think with Adam Phelan's ability to be able to play on the outside, I think if you were to go three wide receiver sets, that, that's just the, that's the, the most talented three that they have, in my opinion. Uh, I'd love to see one of the rookies step up, but I'm just, you know, obviously skeptical. They're seventh-round picks. We'll see. Um, I Treadwell, I mean, we know he'll probably have a decent camp because that's not surprising. It's what he does. Um, but I just don't think he brings anything to the table that uh, you can't – that you – especially on the outside that you already – they obviously could have with Diggs and Thielen. Uh, and then, but BB brings a little bit different style of play than any, any receiver they have in the roster. Uh, you know, there's that stereotypical uh, uh, shiftier-than-fast kind of guy. Um, but that's what he is. He's a he's a really good slot receiver who can uh, who can win in and out of routes and get in and out of his breaks really quickly. Uh, not the biggest yak guy, but he's the kind of guy that moves that that's a chain mover, and that's the you know you kind of like to see that, and they could possibly help. Oh shoot! Uh, oh wow! Can, wow! Open wow! Those, wow. Uh, you know. What did I say? Just what did I say? I said completely on brand. The man running up in here, super late, not on mute. Miles is in the middle of dropping some knowledge for the people, and, and Yinka just gonna run up in here, just loud, rude, late. What's going on, man, Prince? Okay, okay, um, okay. So, in my defense, nope, I was working really, really hard. No. Nope. To- be my best self right and uh what happened was is um I as could. i was being my best self 
I lost track of. No, actually, you know, the clock that I had on the wall fell on the floor and it broke and shattered into like 10 different pieces. Right. And as it was happening, I was trying to reconstruct the clock. Boy, where are you? Right? Tell me and where I, you are was, right now. I was actually cutting up my hands. Yinka, we're going to have to call your mama. I saw you were in your car. Where are you right now? My where are you right now? I had to do first aid to be able to make sure that, like, you know, I wasn't bleeding all over my phone. So that's why I was late. Where mm. are you right now? Tell me where, where your location is right now. Uh, my location is in my car. Yep. Mm -hmm. Is uh, northeast Minneapolis. Um, and uh, feel like, I feel like we should start playing Joe Stutter or something right if now. If you say a puzzle room, if you say one. Oh no 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 not not a puzzle room. I'm actually uh, I'm actually uh, coming back from improv. So you said nine fifteen. It's nine fifty five. See, <laughs> like it was not <laughs> somewhere. Mm. So um, I miss you guys. You know, I told yeah, you. I mean, we we've been missing you here on the podcast for the last uh, <laughs> half an hour. We've been recording. When you were See, supposed to be here. And I told you, what did I say when we were talking in our group chat? Y'all are not going to need anything as far as show notes or anything like that because you have me. So, yeah. what, Wait, so how do we feel the last 30 minutes, though? Um, I don't know. We can we can catch up. And, I guess we were doing improv, too, Miles. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess we were all doing improv. Hey, and no big deal. Jer and I just don't sleep. So, but no, go ahead, Prince. Yeah, so um you know our uh, our favorite football team, the Minnesota Vikings, um should be okay, Yeah, I'm I'm go I'm gonna you just go ahead and, and, and stop right there. Start, start go ahead and stop weeks or whatever. So <laughs> So Prince, since yeah. you know you did get here, you just missed the one question that you actually do need to answer here is that you know we've been doing the pod thing for a couple years. We said yeah. you are being a bit ungrateful since this podcast uh, rescued you from from podcasting from the cheap seats. But, oh, um, yes, it did. Yes, it, yes, it really did. But we want to know. Uh, obviously, this week where we're kicking things off, rolling over to your other home at the Daily Norseman, and so we uh -huh. wanted to get your thoughts on uh, on the podcast, how things are going, how we've been, and uh, what your thoughts are on this next chapter for us. As uh, yeah, we kick things off with Daily Norseman. Yeah, you know, um, in all seriousness, you guys, it's. Uh, I know when we started this venture, I mean, it's, it's, it's doesn't feel like it's been as long as it has been, but it's, um, it's been great. You know, when you find three guys that you can call brothers and, you know, you can clown each other and you can, uh, really, uh, analyze things and, you know, be challenged in a way which makes you think about things in a much more, uh, unique way and just kind of sophisticated way. Um, being able to bring, how we are basically in our group chat because we talk every day um bringing the being able to bring that brotherhood to a wider audience is probably you know i, I think one of the greater auditors that i've i've, I've had my my short years and yeah I'm, I'm excited for uh more of our listeners to just be able to hear uh the antics the jokes um as well as just um you know we we have like i said we have some very very um in my opinion high level ways that we think about um not just sports and football but just just life in general and um uh, it, it's going to be exciting to be able to bring some of that knowledge um to the forefront and, uh, and continue to interact with people who enjoy the things that we love to hmm. 
<clears throat> I feel like that would have hit a little different if you had a watch. Yeah, it probably would have. But, you know, um, sometimes the dude who shows up late, um, that's it. He's just late. There's nothing else that he can add to to it. So yeah. you're welcome. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll need you to work on that as we move forward. I mean, if the man with twin girls can show up on time, Miles got to the podcast. He was burping a baby when we started, Prince. Okay, well, you know, I mean, I can show up with, I, I can be late because of twin girls, too. They might not be my daughters, but. Boy, you better quit. <laughs> but, I mean, we just uh, use that excuse I'm, for hey, Keep it up, and I'm going to have your brother send this podcast to your mama. Ooh, let's not do that. Ooh. Okay. I'm trying to make it to the next podcast. So yeah, there we go. So Miles, before you were so rudely interrupted, <laughs> before you were so rudely interrupted, uh, continue telling us why you think uh, BB should be the wide receiver three. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't even know where to start. Uh, well, back yeah. to what I was saying. Um, no, I I just think he gives them the best. Uh, three receivers set out of the wide receivers. Now, I believe their three receiver set should be a combination of having Irv Smith on the field. Uh, obviously, that probably would, would include Kyle Rudolph. Take it how you want, but whatever. Um, but uh, if, if, we're, if we're talking strictly uh, wide receivers, I would say BB's the best option because of what he can do from the slot that nobody else can really – obviously, Adam Thielen can do it, but Adam Thielen, like I said before, can also play at a really high level from the outside. So, to me, it's just getting your three best wide receivers on the field. I'm not ready to really crown the the rookies anything yet. Uh, seven, like I said, seventh rounders, Laquan Treadwell, dud. Um, I'm trying to even think who else they have at this point. They didn't really bring in a, a veteran. I love how Miles juxtaposed seventh rounders and Laquan Treadwell. That's so, 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 so. Jordan's not your man, Jordan. Jordan Taylor. Oh yeah, Jordan Taylor. Uh, he's fine, I guess. Um, but what is he? He hasn't done anything. He's been hurt. He's had a couple. He's made some nice plays at one point with Denver with Peyton Manning, I guess, and with Brock Osweiler. But I mean, let's see if he can stay healthy for one and two. Let's let's just see how how things progress. But to me, I'd I'd rather. At this point, if BB can stay healthy too, trust BB and, and his skill set. Jordan Taylor's skill set really is, uh, I guess you could say, an upgrade over what Laquan Treadwell is supposed to be. Like he's a a tall, uh, big bodied receiver that can go that can go up and uh, you know box out and go get the ball, which I guess Treadwell is supposed to be, which he didn't turn out to be. Um, so that's what Taylor kind of is. Uh, so I mean, why do we need another one of those? I'd rather just put Adam Thielen on the outside. And let him work work his magic, and then let BB uh, work his magic against linebackers and and nickel corners. So that that's just where I stand with it. I think um, I think they're the three best receivers on the team right now. Uh, I've been saying all along I, I would love for them to go out and grab a veteran. I don't even know who's available left right now. There's Michael Crabtree, what Pierre Garcon. Not a lot of options out there, but um, I just wanted to kind of see them bring in a, another vet uh, to help push some of these guys because none of these guys are proven. What about you, Jr.? Where you at? Do you, do you, are you are you with Miles? Do you think BB is the answer, or do you think that the answer is uh, somewhere else on this Wait, team or up, on another I roster? Didn't, I didn't say he's the answer. I said I mean, he's, he's the answer to this question, not the like answer the, answer, the answer answer. The answer Just to like who might be the wide receiver three. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. 
I don't know anything about any of these dudes. Like I don't I don't know what Chad I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and get hyped about Chad BB breaking off somebody, the undrafted free agent on the Vikings video on Twitter. I mean I, I wanna see it in person. Well hey, but he got Harrison Smith though on skates. Just saying. I mean, I mean, that can I, I mean everybody gets caught slipping on one on ones, but Jordan Taylor, Brandon Zilstra, Dylan Mitchell all these dudes, they the same to me, man. I just don't know who's going to be the third wide receiver, and I don't think they really know right now. And they tried, they wanted to go the cheap route, and this is the position that we're in. Hopefully, they're hoping that Chad BB can step up and be that guy. They're hoping Zilstra can be that guy. Treadwell is really just a body on the roster to me at this point. I think he's probably their wide receiver five or six. He'll probably be on the 53 and not even dress out for the 46 sometimes, just like we saw sometimes last year. So, I really don't know. Maybe they'll run a whole bunch of 12 personnel and use Irv Smith as that third guy, which I think is going to be an option as well. So it's going to be interesting to see exactly what they do. I know Kevin Stefanski likes to run a bunch of 12 personnel, so maybe they'll compensate for that third guy with one of the tight ends and then mix in a Chad BB or a Brandon Zilstra or somebody like that. Miles, how much would it cost us, in your opinion, to trade for Taewon Taylor? Oh, they don't need them anymore. Ooh, um, I'd what probably a, a day three pick, like a five or six maybe. Uh, let me. I don't even. Let me see what his contract looks like in terms of what's left on it. Like Jr. Would would that be the sort of move that you would uh that, that you would support? Oh, How absolutely. did you feel about Taewon when he was coming out? I liked him a lot. And he he I, fits a skill set that they need. Yeah, he does. He does. He's a free agent after 2020, so you get him for you get him for 2019 and 2020. I mean, I'm all for it. All right, so let's see if we can get that movement going. Free Taiwan, because you know he getting he's getting no run there now. No, none. So, uh, you know, we talked about wide receiver. Talk about you know, obviously Irv, maybe Kyle coming out. The the hype has already started on that. Um, yeah, I guess the last thing, because, you know, we've, we've pretty much hit time as we were, you know, just waiting for, for Yenka to make it out of improv and join us today. But he made it. Because, you know, we couldn't have our first episode on the new platform without everybody being here. So, you know, Yenka made it. He joined us. I did. I want, uh, and I'll start with you on this, Prince, so people can hear you talk just a little bit on the episode. Uh, in your opinion, how much is the offensive line going to be improved this season versus last season? Um... Let's say that they were a a D minus last season. They'll be a B minus this season. Okay. All right, Miles, where are you at with it? I missed the question. Offensive line, how much better are they going to be? Oh, I mean, I think I've I've said all along. I believe that the scheme and the coaching was the biggest. Not that they didn't need more talent, but I believe that's the biggest impact that they needed to have and create and was the most feasible feasible uh, opportunity for them to, to improve. So I, I believe it'll be a, a solid a solid overall like middle-of-the-road offensive line, which is what they need. But I believe the scheme is just going to help them more than anything. All right. JR, how about you, man? It's going to be interesting to see. I think they have some really good additions, though. I think Bradbury is going to make them a little bit better. I still worry about him in the in the division some just because the guys are going to be going up against, they really, really are going to expose some of his deficiencies as far as power. Uh, Kim Hicks, 
Mike Daniels, Kenny Clark, guys of that nature, he's probably really going to struggle with. So it would be interesting to see exactly what Stefanski and Kubiak come up with just to help him out. I think Drew Samia, he definitely could be a pleasant surprise if Klein uh, does end up struggling at right guard. I could see them placing Samia in just in some spots just to see how well he holds up. So I think they have a bit more depth, but they have a bunch of unproven guys right now. But overall, I think they should be better this year. I'm not saying they will be, but I think they should be better. But right now, going into training camp, I think they're probably a C-plus offensive line. So average middle of the road. Okay. All right. Average is really all we need. That's it. It's all we need. All right. Well, that's it. That's all for this one. Uh, before we get up out of here, JR, you have been, uh, I mean, you've still been working. You say this is a, a slow time for you, your slow time of year as you, you know, don't sleep and have your twins and all that. But you've been churning out content on the regular. Is there anything else in the hopper that we should be looking for? Or are there any of the pieces that you've done or any of the pods you've done recently that you're really proud of that you really want to let people know about so they can go and check them out? Yeah, so quite a bit has come out here lately. Um, I released a article yesterday highlighting Mississippi State cornerback Cam Dantzler, a uh, guy that I'm really high on right now, not getting a lot of love, but he's a name that definitely could rise as we get closer to April. And I know it's a little bit early to be talking about the draft, but uh, already working on the 2020 draft guide, churning out articles for the draft network uh, today or this morning, I should say. I'm going to have or I'm actually running a what to look for when scouting series. I'm doing a position by position. So offensive line will be up or is actually up right now. So be on the lookout for that. Awesome, man. And uh, Miles, I'm not even going to ask you, you know, we actually you have some things that you're you're working on, some things that might be cooking up. But I figure yep. we should probably wait until, you know, some more details are locked in on those before we start to to really tease that. But you're back. Yeah, I'm back. Miles is back. Miles is all the way back. So stay tuned, listeners. Some more stuff coming from Miles here down the road. And Prince, my man, anything going on, shows, podcasts, articles, anything we should be on the lookout for you? Yeah, I mean, uh, thankfully, I mean, I, I still have a few projects that I'm working on right now, but uh, trying to get back into, I, I had a series I was doing probably a couple months ago um the the keep that series and whatnot and i'm gonna get back to that here uh shortly um i finally have a couple of free weekends coming up um over the next couple of weeks so i'm gonna get back to just riding cranking that out and uh it was it was a fun it was a fun series because i really did get to see the all the nice things that the vikings were doing last season so i'm gonna try to get back to that maybe even start up a new series before training camp starts so yeah all right. Well, gentlemen, it's been a while. Glad to be back on here, chopping it up with all of you listeners. Thank you for riding with us through here. I know we were all over the place. Really just wanted to to, to get back in the groove, say thank you for, uh, for, for sticking with us here over the last couple of years. And uh, for any new listeners, thank you for listening. And uh, we're excited to be a part of Daily Norseman and uh, for you to be along with us as we continue to grow this thing as we move forward. And really the last thing I'm going to say is, uh, is J.R., at some point this season, my man, uh, Justin Foster at my job, somehow, dude from Montreal, is a diehard Carolina Panthers fan. So we're probably going to have to have a chat at some point if uh, you can get him some signed uh, merchandise or something since you're down that way. Uh, and, and he's already supporting the pod. So, uh, yeah, we'll figure that out as the season goes on. Wanted to give a shout out to my man, Justin. Um, but that's it. That's all, listeners. 
thanks for sticking with us gentlemen thanks for coming on and yeah we will talk to you soon have a good one